You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. It should have been somebody It's time for the Geeks Pub. I'm Tim Robertson, joined this week, not by David, who is floating somewhere on the ocean in a giant Petri dish, but Donnie Yankelo. Hello, Donnie. Hey, Tim. So um, we're not doing an interview with Donnie. That's not what we do on the show. If you guys want to learn more about Donnie and his background and all of that kind of stuff, go to MyMac.com and just do a search of his name. He's been on quite a few podcasts in the network. Um but we wanted to just talk, kind of talk about geeky stuff, and I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, Donnie, uh, longtime collaborator at MyMac, um, texted me a week ago asking, you know, hey, with David gone, I'm, he'd be happy to join the show, and I appreciate that, man. No problem. It's always fun. I, I have no problem doing shows by myself. I've done them many, many times. But I don't know. It, lately, it's like, you know, if I don't have David or somebody to talk to, I'm just not feeling it. You know what I mean? There's no one to bounce things off of. Yeah, I don't have anything to rail against, and you know, it, it's plus the the Geeks Pub is one of those shows that you just kind of want to deep dive sometimes into things, and it's spur of the moment. Oh, what about this? And uh, you came up with the idea for the theme music that we play at the beginning of each Geeks Pub, and I believe that was one of your first texts. You said, "What about the greatest American hero?" Yeah, yeah. I, you know, that song, I hate it, <laughs> but it's, it's one of the five songs in my life that for no reason with no prompting will just pop up into my head. I guarantee yeah, yeah. you the song that I just played, the music that I just played is going to be with half the listeners for like a week now. I was just going to say, it's the kind of song that stays in your head. And if you grew up, I'm, I'm, I think I'm a couple years younger than you, but if you grew up in our generation, um, you know exactly what that song is. Yeah, it, it's a terrible song, but it is from the TV show The Greatest American Hero, uh, which started in 1981 and ran until 1983. Which I thought it was longer than that. I did too. It was only three seasons. Uh, was it three seasons? I'm on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, three seasons. And then they tried to reboot it. Um, but... I, 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 all I really remember uh, is him flying around and being kind of a bumbling fool. That's what I, re I remember him crashing, and I remember the aliens. But I remember... I, I didn't remember the, the aliens. aliens. Yeah, you never you, saw the aliens. Yep, you did. But I don't know if you saw it on the original series, but they showed it when they tried to reboot it. Um, they it, He passes the suit to a woman. And, okay. it's, and he, ha <clears throat> he has to because... He becomes famous. He becomes a celebrity. And I guess this happens, you know, between the end of the, the last season and then the reboot that they tried to do. And by the way, the reboot never aired until a DVD collection came out many years later. Okay. So he becomes a celebrity and the aliens insist that he passes the suit to, any, to somebody else. And then when he does, everybody will forget about it. Which okay, I, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing the last, like, season i don't i think maybe literally kicked in or something yeah right you stopped seeing all the shows you want to see and i don't remember the last season i just remember him flying and losing the instruction manual to the suit the uh aliens are so sophisticated that they can do all this stuff but they can't figure out that he doesn't have the instruction manual and help him out yeah right or mm. give him another one the aliens i i <laughs> Probably every episode is on YouTube at this point. Uh, all I did was, was uh, watch a few clips in anticipation of doing the show. They look like Ferengi with a green, you know, those like those green things you put over if you're going to kind of like airbrush it out in videos. Yeah. That's what it looks okay, like. Yeah. Yeah. That's I what they look, look like. Up. I got to look it up now. It, it's kind of funny. 
and they have this weird clicky sound oh, until yeah. they talk to the him, and then perfect English, of course. They actually look like, and I was cleaning out my basement of all the old toys that my son collected or that my parents gave me from their basement. And I had an old action figure that was like, I think it was like a Star Wars knockoff kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what it reminds me of. It's a, it's a bad show, but it was also great because again, beginning of the eighties, we, most people didn't have cable yet. If cable even existed. Yeah, I mean that would, cable right. really kind of came into its own and in, into the uh, I'm gonna say eighty two, eighty three area, and then there wasn't much on cable, CNN, MTV, uh, but at the time we had three stations, and this was a show obviously geared towards families. Right. What I remembered his blonde curly hair. Yeah, yeah. And I heard he was one of the guys up for the role of Luke Skywalker. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Well, I guess like everyone, every young guy in Hollywood at the time, if you were between 20 and 25 in 1976, you were, or 75, 76, you were auditioning for Star Wars. Yeah, that's Everybody true. Everybody did. You think about it, this was the only, besides like Super Friends on Saturday morning cartoons, this was the only superhero show on, I think. Um, at, at that, that time, at a, well, Hulk was right around then too. I think that ended that was like earlier, seventy nine or something. Uh, Spider Man wasn't that was off by then. That was the seventies too. Uh, when when Wonder Wonder Woman was on, Wonder Woman was the seventies, wasn't it? Oh boy, let me look. One, I think so. Was there was there a Spider Man show? I remember a Spider Man movie series. Like, yeah, that was the same time as the Hulk. Uh, and they actually were thinking about trying to, you know, put those two together. But a lot of the stuff that they used in the Spider-Man TV show was for a Japanese TV show that they got cut footage from. Okay. Um. Yeah, boy, it's it's really hard to look. Let me see. List of one woman episodes. Yeah, it was a '70s show, and it ran from '76 to '78. Wow, it was only three. This can't be right. Yeah, it was. This says 75 to 79. That's weird. Oh, yeah, because I, the, the, the test pilot was in November 1975, and then season okay. one aired April 21st, 1976. And then there was the Shazam TV series. I remember that, too. I don't remember that at all. It was... I must have seen it in reruns, because it was 74 to 77. Hmm. I don't think I ever watched it. My only real rem- memories of Shazam was the comic books. Okay. And, you know, the TV cartoons and stuff like that. But This was, I remember there was an old guy, older guy, they drive, drove around in an RV, but that's all I remember. So the greatest American hero is kind of appropriate in that he's a bumbling idiot. Looking at the United States today. <laughs> now, but on a serious note, um, it's better than I remembered. Not that I'm going to go invest, you know, a couple days of my life to catch up on some old episodes of The Greatest American Hero. And in today's world with, you know, as much... And let's be honest, though, some of the flying scenes and stuff was kind of kooky, but it, it worked back then. Yeah, I mean, we didn't know it. We didn't... We didn't have anything to compare it to except for, I guess, Superman. Superman. And Superman did an X. You know, a lot of people probably rag on that movie. It was 78, I think. 79. Something like that. Um, I believed a person could fly because that was the, yeah. the marketing thing at the time. You'll believe somebody can fly or something like that. And I did. It was Superman. You know, with Superman standing on the side of the building as the bank robbers or whatever they are climbing up the building. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, so, but a lot of it was him falling, though. <laughs> Which, you know, is just a stuntman with the wig on jumping right. off a ladder off screen to crash into something. But it worked, you know. It, it, well, it was, for, I was, would have been eight or nine at the time. So, and you probably, what, 11, 10, 11? Yeah, in seventy so, or uh, eighty-one, I was eleven. So for kids our age, I mean, it was perfect. 
Oh, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything better. It was a very distinct costume, which, by the way, I saw in person about a month and a half ago. Really? That's yeah, cool. it's at. there's a couple of them were made, but one of them is at the Superhero Museum in Indiana. Oh, uh, I think it's about so that, tells, that tells you how influential that show was if it's in a museum. It's not a huge museum. But it's a museum. Yeah. It's like three McDonald's put together size. Okay. <laughs> and you walk around, and a lot of it is film-based, but most of it is comic book-based. And they got some memorabilia. They had a Zorro costume with a mask. Um they had the one of the on-screen original shields from the first Captain America movie that was signed by all the actors, and they have a cool. picture of it. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, they have the Cobra that Tony Stark crashes into when he's learning how to fly in the garage or in his workshop. You know, when he falls over and then the shoot spray the thing sprays him? I don't the, remember. I didn't see all the Iron Man movies. It's the first one. and. Okay. The car he's laying on was an old Shelby Cobra. Now, obviously, it wasn't a real one, but on screen, it looks real. Right. They have that car there. And for an extra 10 bucks, they'll let you lay on the car, and they'll take your picture. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, that's okay. But they did have this suit, and it, it looked like crap. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like beat up, or it just looked awful? It, 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 it's both. It's a little bit beat up, but it's just an awful costume. Yeah, it is. The logo I was reading, the the creator saw two scissors in, on his desk, and that's where the idea, really? inspiration came from. Yeah. So it means absolutely nothing. Yeah, it means nothing. They had no any anything for it. I could see this show as a cartoon on Cartoon Network now. Yeah, it, it more in the vein of primal, i.e., serious, not, but serious yeah, in a way that is kind of. A space ghost type of thing. Yeah, yeah, or even Teen Titans, like Teen Titans Go, like the sarcastic side too. Yeah. Do you like think one or the other, not in between? If they gave the green light, this is this is coming to Disney Plus or you know HBO Max. Although HBO Max is kind of in a mess right now, I don't know what the yeah. hell the new leader over there is doing. It's only getting worse, it seems. Um, they just they just literally deleted hundreds of hours of content for i i don't know why it's they deleted sesame street why would yeah, you delete sesame like, street like a like a hundred episodes or something it was nuts what's it hurting uh, i i don't get it i don't understand what the leader the new leadership of hbo is doing this guy says he has a vision he wants the dcu to be very coherent like marvel is he wants wants all these things but so far all he's doing is getting about the worst coverage you can get yeah. Hey, there's a Batman woman coming in. It's a Latino. Yeah, we're going to cancel that. But we're going to keep the flash on, even though this guy's kidnapped people and beaten people up and broken into people's houses and is an awful human being. We're going to keep that show, you know, coming still. Makes zero sense to me. Anyways, um, so the greatest American hero is coming to one of the streaming channels. We're going to get 10 episodes. Do you think that would work? Do you think that would... Gen- I mean, superheroes are, are everywhere. Live right action now. or cartoon? Live action. They're going to recast. They'll have an episode where one of the, or two of the old actors are, make a quick appearance. They don't have to reference the old show, or do they? Yeah. I think the guy that played Bill died. Yeah, I think he did too. Um, but I just saw an interview. I watched it for a few seconds. William Catt, uh, who plays the main character, who, by the way, was yeah. Carrie's girlfriend in that movie. Sissy Spacek's boyfriend. Okay. He was the boyfriend that's on stage with her when she gets, you know, the pig blood. blood on her. Yeah, yeah. And the bucket actually hits him in the head. Sure. Um, I, I, I remember that scene, but I don't remember this guy in it at all. Um, but so they're going to reboot it. Now, do you completely reboot it or do you just all of that stuff in the seventies or eighties did happen? It's been a long, long time. The aliens now want to find a new hero. You know, the 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 public, because of all the movies and geekdom that's taken over Hollywood, is definitely more accepting of something like this. Now they want to make a change on Earth. They want to bring the suit back, give some of the powers. 
same setup. They lose the guy loses the manual, or he keeps the manual, and he just has to learn. Do you think something like that would work in today's crowded superhero market? You know what? I think it would. Why? Everybody, every, superheroes are so big now, and if they did it right, it would be different. Like it'd be a different kind of superhero if they marketed it as a different type of show, not like Marvel, not like DC, I, and it was on the right channel. I bet you it would work. Is it villain of the week, or is it? one overarching story for the entire each season i think you got to go villain of the week i do too this show just screams villain of the week but if it's set in the real world what kind of villains because the suit is just it it's he has invulnerability he could fly he has some kind of a x-ray vision type of thing i mean with the suit on he's it's almost impossible to beat him it's like superman a goofy superman yeah exactly so how does that work? I mean, who do you pit without devolving into a hokey WB show? Yeah. You know, and you know what? I don't think there were ever any supervillains on the show. There were like mob bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was never a, I mean, it, it, it was totally unrealistic in that if he has all these powers and the whole series really was about him discovering a new ability and, putting into practice and he was never in any danger then if the suit has invulnerability but i don't know how do you so do you create another alien race that's populating the earth with villains <laughs> i don't know they'd have to do something it, I, it depends they could have if you're going goofy or serious you know like they could have goofy heroes kind of like um you know the show, um, what is it, Henry? is it Henry Danger on Nickelodeon that went for like nine years? Oh, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I don't remember the name of it, though. I think it was Henry Danger with Captain Man and Kid Danger. and Yeah. Um, I could see it along those lines as like sarcastic. <coughs> Maybe the suits like, pass to somebody else in every episode. That would be interesting. Maybe it's uh, like a Captain Universe thing in the Marvel Universe that... It's some kind of an energy thing that attaches itself to people in unique situations. This person is going to have to face this adversity. This power comes to them, and then they can do something. It goes, it goes to people who need it. Yeah, exactly. When they need it. Wasn't there a show like that? I'm thinking of. Yeah, it sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. But that, I can't remember what it was. That might be interesting in that, you know, it, it, let's say it's 10 episodes. You can get some big stars for one episode you know what i mean yeah yeah and you could have um well i'm sure william cat would be more than willing to cameo in it <laughs> yeah what's he doing nowadays? Like, come on be the um you know be the um the guide or something let's see what he's doing like the yoga kind of character yeah exactly yeah he's the one that shows up and says okay you have the suit and um imdb i gotta see what this guy's doing now I don't think he's doing anything. He kind of looks probably. the same, just a lot older, obviously. He's probably doing. Oh, he um, still works, yeah. And then it's a bunch of, He played uh, the man from Earth. I don't know. He's an art, big game heroes. He was on the show Heroes, huh? I don't think it's the same show. Well, maybe it was. Yeah, it was. He was Jim Kane McCain on the Heroes show. I don't huh. even remember that. He did the voice of after season one. Yeah. You didn't miss much after season one. Um, he was on, he did some voice acting too, but really it looks like a bunch of bit parts on crappiest shows. But I mean, you know, that's probably 95% of all actors. So yeah, yeah. you could get him. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> he's in, he, he's, he's all in. So it goes to someone else on every episode. And again, we come down to, do you have supervillains or is it one aspect of the power that helps him, com- helps the, him or her complete something? I think it's interesting. It, it would be an interesting concept if, to, if in the hands of someone that knows what they're doing. That's the key. The, the suit or writing the story? Both. <laughs> you know, it's too bad that Josh Wheaton has fallen so far. Um, because something like this would be right up his alley. 
not because I'm of trying anything. to remember there was a I'm trying to remember what the show this was because I can it's right on the tip of my tongue with the someone going to someone every week hmm yeah it's been so it, it's it's an older thing whatever it is like when we were kids I think I can't remember I mean in in some respects it's kind of a quantum leap in that you know he plays a different char- uh, character I was thinking the same thing <clears throat> yeah but this is would be an actual character that he plays right you know the 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 superhero themselves is the, an everyday person so you get different actors every episode to have this power or if it's a 10 episode thing you can have you know this guy having the power for three episodes and then this woman has it for the next couple episodes and something like that that might be interesting yeah i think i think they should do it let's let's write it up Hey, all it takes is an idea, right? And, yeah. And it seems like all these, uh, especially Netflix lately, all these streaming services are starving for content. I mean, there's only so much content you can buy and put on there and say we have a million movies, you know? you you got to create your own stuff. The problem is a lot of them are just creating junk just to fill in spaces, too. That is uh, an issue, and that's why I think we're seeing... For the last five years, we've seen an explosion of these online streaming services. We're going to see a consolidation within the next five. We're going to come down yeah. to four. That's what we're going to get, four of them. And each one's going to cost 20 bucks a month. So if you subscribe to all of them, it's less than 100 bucks. But for all practical pur- purposes, you're spending 100 bucks right now on the streaming services. You know, you have Disney which owns right. at that point, they'll probably own Apple TV plus content <laughs> um, <laughs> or the other way around or the other way around. Um, no, as big as Apple is though, I don't think, you know, I guess they could acquire Disney, but Disney's a huge company now too. Yeah. I mean, that would take everything Apple has to buy Disney and I don't see any strategic reason for it just for what on stream on uh, streaming services. Yeah. Apple doesn't want to be in the theme park business. I don't think. Mm-mm. No, not at all. So it'll be a consolidation. You'll have four big companies in charge of all the streaming services. And overseas, you'll have a couple. BBC will still be their own thing. They'll own a few. Um, but basically, that's what you're going to get. And w- do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Because right now, I, I love competition. Don't get me wrong. But the majority of the stuff that's out there is just garbage. Just bad. The problem is, I think too, there's there's too many random streaming services too. Yeah, that offer like that all offer the same free movies that I don't know how they get them, but all the free movies that would used to rerun on like cable over and over and over again, or mm-hmm. with commercials inserted, and there's like tons of those services. Yeah, um, and you can't. I think Roku's one. Uh, Roku is one, um, but I think. I think it's free to sign up if you're already a owner of a Roku device. I mean, one of the sports programs that I watch occasionally on YouTube is Rich Eisen's show. And he just announced he's leaving NBC to join the Roku channel, which, I mean, it's such a niche platform. Yeah. I mean, if you have Roku, you're probably using it. You've already downloaded your smart channels. You've got your Disney. You've got your right. HBO Max. You've got all those things. Are you actually going to the Roku channel? I don't think most people are. Roku. We don't go to the Roku channel at all when we use it. Right. And even though there's some kind of neat stuff up there, there's a, I don't know what it's called now. I watched it maybe a year ago. Um, Kevin Hart had, it's like maybe six or eight episodes and each one's like 10 minutes. So it's like an hour's worth of content, but he has to get good at action movies. So okay. he, he goes to this guy who's going to teach him how to be an action star. And the guy is John Travolta playing this crazy guy so, role. So this isn't, this isn't, it's not like, like a um, real life show. It's a, no, no. It's well, a that's the thing with Kevin Hart. Some it, he's playing Kevin Hart, but it's, okay. it's, you know, and it's John Travolta is this guy, and he has to train him, and the guy's insane, and he thinks he's trying to kill him. <laughs> so, so that's the uh, the first season, and it was actually really entertaining. It was really good, and I thought, well, this is pretty good. And then there was, um, and 
the whole thing with the I want to say the Roku that came from something else. There was a streaming service that it, came. Was out. It, um, it was Bane with a Q, I think. Yeah, something like that. It was like a year, year and a half ago. They went out of business. And, um, and Roku the DreamWorks was, people. Owned yep. it. one of the Jeffrey Katzenberg, I think. Yep, yep, that's exactly right. And then TV uh, or something. TV Quibits. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that's where it came from. Q U I B I. Yeah, Quibs. Yeah. So it was their content that Roku bought and put it on their channel. Okay. There was another one where this woman, um, can't think of her name, has a uh, like a, a sex doll that she steals. I don't remember why. I remember I enjoyed it, though. It was very adult content. Um, See, that's the other thing is we're so used to watching short stuff now, too, like on YouTube or... We say that, but then you look at, you know, these these seasons that come out, and we're watching those as well. I bet you watched the new Star Trek series. I didn't. No? Wow, it's really good. I haven't watched a real series. I don't think... I can't think of the last, like, quote-unquote real series I watched. The She-Hulk just started. I'm... Yeah, I started... I watch all those on Disney Plus yeah. because my son's into them. The, uh, the first episode I thought was really good. Oh, She-Hawk? Yeah. Yeah. I, a little bit of an uncanny valley when it came to how she looks. What are you doing in here, Bella? I think the the part where she got her, where the Hulk, like, blood, Hulk's blood went into yeah. her bloodstream, that was, like, super fast. Yeah, they're like, okay, she's spoilers, a Hulk. No. Spoilers, huh? Yeah. I mean, she just, they bleed, and then... He's like, get away from me. And the moment his blood touches her, she turns into a Hulk. Right. That was just like too fast. Way too fast. You're like, come on. We got to have some kind of a build up here. But then again, I, I, who cares? At the end of the day, yeah. you, you want her to be the She-Hulk because that's what right. the show is. And they're related. So there's a reason. There's always reasons in quotes. And that... Her blood is somehow explosive or something, but yet it cured his arm from Infinity War. I don't know. It it all happened so fast. Um, yeah. She doesn't I thought have, that thing was on his arm was curing him. No, no. They said in the episode that that was kind of letting him manage it and man and letting him switch between Banner and Hulk, even though the two were Yeah, I caught the that same. part. But it, okay. Yeah, that's what the device Yeah, that did. part went by too fast. Yes. Way too fast. And, um, did you, I like the, uh, post-credit scenes. Yeah, that was, there was more than one? No, there's just one, the, the one okay. where he says, yeah, yeah. Steve Rogers yeah, lost his funny. virginity in 1943. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. I like that. Um, I, I really enjoy it so far. Is the CGI great? No. After reading what some of the people in the, uh, special effects community has, has said recently, about working for Marvel slash Disney, it's not really surprising yeah. that they didn't have enough time to really put their all into it. I think people, one of the reasons why people say it's not great is because it is Disney and you expect so much more after all the movies. And like if it was some other company doing it, be like, okay, that looks good. Uh, hmm. Yeah, in some respects, I think you're right. We hold Disney to a higher standard. But is that fair or unfair? I mean, it, it, they're one of the biggest companies in the world. They have, you know, all this money. They have all these people that work for them. And this is the best they could come out with for a She-Hulk right. series, you know? I mean, if you saw Yoda looking like that, people would be up in arms. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was way too much Uncanny Valley. But you do have to have a weekly television series where the CGI character has to interact with all this stuff i mean that's not easy to do no especially a full main character right um they should just use muppets you know i'm not opposed to that i'm kind of looking forward to the willow series coming out on disney yeah me too that looks that looks pretty good that yeah there you go talking about a reboot what other shows do you think from our childhood would work as a reboot they did the a team as a movie that was did they yeah, yeah, they did. Um, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. With um, 
Oh, I can't remember who was in it. I can see him, the guy that played Face. Yes, and then um, oh, uh, B. A. Baracus was uh, an MMA guy. I can't. Rampage Jackson. It it was okay. (laughs) It wasn't great. But that's the problem. They go too much on. Oh, Brad Bradley Cooper mm -hmm, was in it. mm -hmm. Um, it's too much on nostalgia, but I don't think they work on the the story and the script enough. Right. We're gonna we're gonna sign you know, these big names, Liam Neeson is now, you know, the head guy on it, but yet they're playing the same characters. They didn't do anything unique with it. Right. It's just a big name actor or an MMA guy is a badass. And then with a weak script. Right. And they go, well, I wonder why it didn't succeed. Well, gee, I don't know. I mean, you said Quantum Leap earlier. They're bringing Quantum Leap back. They are. Um, still a lot of mystery surrounding it, though. Yeah. Is, is uh, the main character going to be in it again? Is it somebody else? Is it? I know the guy Stockwell who did the um, hologram. He passed, he, away. he passed away, so he's yeah. obviously not going to be in it. Um, but yeah, I don't know how they're going to, what they're going to do in this year. I liked the fact that they, he went back to historical moments, and they weren't yeah. afraid at all to go into content that I would say now that the the MAGA crowd would have a big problem with. I, yeah, I like then, that. And I think I actually read a um I read something the other day there what what can't think of what's the main guy's name? Scott um Bacula. Bacula. They're hoping he's he like does a um cameo or something, but the main character is totally different and they're gonna I figured that. It, it's going to be like the old series, but different than the old series. And they were talking about the waiting room where the people just hung out when they're, when he was in their body and they're changing all that. And they're going to, they're going to change it up a lot. Good. But on the same note, I think they need to stop calling things what they, they can just give it a totally different name instead of feeding on the whole nostalgia thing. Yeah, but feeding on the whole nostalgia thing gives you, at least initially, a built-in audience. It does, but I think it makes the expectations too high. There's that, too. Yeah, if you really like the original Quantum Leap, and this one isn't like that, fair or unfairly, you're going to start comparing the two. Right. So there is that, that, hey... (laughs) Don't call it something. But then again, if you come out and you call it something totally different, people are just like, dude, this is like Quantum Leap. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're copying that. Yeah. They're just ripping off Quantum Leap. And now you got that negative connotation. So David would say, well, then just come up with a new idea. Stop rehashing. Yeah, that's true. You know, keep going back to the well over and over and over. You got to get new content. But we are. We've got a lot of new content. I mean, I am uh, almost done with the last season of Better Call Saul, and it's it's amazing. But then again, you could say, well, that went back to Breaking Bad. They just took break the creative team from Breaking Bad took this character, went back in time, and is telling this story. That's more like a a sequel or a prequel kind of thing. It's not like a um, correct. Total it's reboot. not a reboot at all. Um, so I don't know. It, it, I mean, like Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm assuming you saw that. Oh yes. It was it was like a reboot, but I liked it, but I didn't like it kind of thing. Like it was too much of the old stuff and I, not enough new. It was well, they didn't have the old stuff until the very end. Really, they had a but couple like of, the dogs and the yeah, the bad guy was the same and yeah. Well, they got to give a some kind of a leaping off and give you a reason to do the handshake at the end of the movie so they're yeah, you're handing it to the yeah, next yeah. generation. They are going all in with Ghostbusters, by the way. Yeah. There's I think Ghost- they're making a new... Is it a movie or a series? Um, last I heard, it's just going to be movies, but they've got at least two more movies coming. Okay. But I really liked the new cast. I thought they... Yeah, they were great. They were so much better than when um, McCarthy and, and the women did it. I the, never saw that one. You're not missing much. The... <laughs> It could have been great. Chris Helmsworth plays the uh, the receptionist, but they give no nod to the original series, which I thought was a huge mistake. 
Whereas yeah. in the new one, they did. And Paul Rudd's yeah, great. They did that perfectly. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, the Ghostbusters in the 80s? You never heard about that? I thought that was fantastic. But, and then, you know, with George Ramis, obviously, had passed away a number of years right. ago. To bring him back the way they did as a ghost, yeah. it, was, it was so good. That I mean, was good. That was really good. But the, I could have done without the dogs again. Yeah, this, well, I forgive him for that simply because <clears throat> that's the bridge. That's what's bringing the old guys back to kind of hand off to the new generation to continue the series of movies. Yeah, I, I, so I don't I don't have a problem with that. The the women show though, the problem with it wasn't that they were all women and I know a lot of people ragged on it because oh it's just a bunch of women. Who yeah, so what? Bridesmaids one of the funniest movies in the world and it's all women. Shut up. Um it was because everyone pl- tried to play the funny character. Okay. Well, they didn't do that in the original movie. You know, you had right. Ernie come in. He is the skeptic. He's the everyday man seeing these people through our eyes, right? You have the scientist who's always 100% serious. You've got the super earnest guy in, in uh, what's his name? Um, drawing a blank on his name. Too many actors going um, through my mind right now. Bill Murray? No, the other one. Um, I know who you mean. Um, yeah. Anyways. Uh, and then... Yep. So Bill Murray is the funny one. You know, he's right. the one that doesn't take it serious. He's always cracking wide. So they had very distinct characters and they weren't all trying to be funny. And that's exactly what they did in the new one. So it's like, yeah, that's pretty bad. But in the reboot, I think they were really smart to go with kids. Yeah. And and the kids were good actors too. They I, weren't just like, no, the their ego's da- uh, granddaughter. She had his yeah. hair. Um, she was great. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen her or anything else. And she was fantastic. Uh, the one kid from stranger things was in it. He was really good. Yeah. It was just a well put together movie that anybody could watch, whether you saw the originals or not. And, right. it, and it works. So if you saw the originals, there's a bunch of stuff in there that you know about the little marshmallow guys, you get the reference from the big marshmallow guys. Um, but yet, if you've never seen it, it still makes perfect sense. So, yeah. But I, speaking of the marshmallow guys, those little guys, the first time I saw them, the first thing I thought of was gremlins. <laughs> yeah, I could see which that. Which they're rebooting too. Oh, yeah. I think they're making a movie and a cartoon series for that. I think gremlins would work better as a cartoon series. Yeah, I do. It, too. It, I don't. It, I, the movie. I don't. Can't see a third movie. The second one wasn't that good. Well, you got to go back in time, and most of the second movies were pretty bad. Yeah, you're right. You know, like Rocky, the original Rocky is fantastic. Uh, for years, I loved Rocky too, but I never watched it again. I just was kind of conflating it with Rocky. But it's not good. Okay. It's like, okay, that movie was great. Let's do another one. This time, he wins at the end. Because that's what a lot of people forget in the original Rocky Rocky loses. Apollo retains his crown, his title. You know, I never saw the original Rocky. I think the first one I saw was three. Yeah, oh, that's bad. Um, three or four. It might have been four. What was it? Uh, Mister T or was it? No, I think Ivan it was the Draco. other one. Well, yeah, I think it was that one. They got a movie coming out with Ivan Draco now too. Yeah, and Stallone's not happy about it. Right. Well, he doesn't own the character. Or the rights, and he's trying to get the rights, and the guy who owns the rights is like this 90-year-old guy. He won't give it to him. And he's even talk, taking it to uh, Instagram and stuff, complaining about it. Oh, no, a rich guy can't get the rich other rich guy's property. <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to secure my f- the future for my children. I think they're okay. I think they'll be fine. Um yeah. I think there's probably, and and I know David would agree with this, there's too much reboot and redos and... I agree totally. Yeah, it, There's just too much of it. Now, to I, come up with something totally, like Stranger Things was it, original. Completely original, yep. Um, and it's fantastic. But you can't reboot something if you don't create something new in the first place. That's true, too. I don't mind continuing something that's already there. 
I don't mind new Star Wars properties coming out. Right, right. I agree. I, I don't mind new Marvel or DC I don't stuff. want someone redoing the first Star Wars or redoing Back to the Future. Or- no, 100% no. Um, I, I don't want anybody to touch Back to the Future ever. I don't want a Back to the Future 4. No, we don't need it. We don't need it, and it would do a disservice to the originals. Although the third one is kind of bad. Um, yeah, the third one. <clears throat> yeah, it's just not great. Uh, but that being said, come up with some original stuff, you know, our, you our, can mix, you can mix the old with the new. Exactly. But when you mix the old with the new, are you mean in a series or, like, or, well, like, did you see the new rescue Rangers on Disney plus? Uh, I watched about half of it and grew incredibly bored with it. Okay. We liked it in my house. It was like, it was like, um, Roger rabbit for this generation. Yes. I got that vibe from it big time. Didn't it have Roger Rabbit in it? No, I don't think it did. It had Jessica in it. Yeah, she was maybe she, maybe he'll be in the sequel. Um I but like do the something idea. like that. Yeah. That it, was original. It wasn't only it was only a couple of years ago that I realized it was um Magnum P. I and Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, one of the what is it again? Um, chipmunks. One yeah. dressed just like Tom Selleck. You're right. You're right. And one dressed just like Indiana Jones. <clears throat> I never got that connection. I was like, oh I my never God. knew that until you said it. <laughs> it's like, now I'll never look at them the same. No, that's exactly who they were. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I mean, Sam's the mustache. You're right. They didn't need a mustache. No. I mean, they already got fur there. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. It was. It it just didn't hold my interest for long. I wanted to really dig it, and look, the marketing push was pretty big on it. Yeah. Especially to a straight to streaming show. Um, I don't know. It, we watched it in pieces. Maybe that helped. That's got to help, because after our, I don't even think I got an hour into it. I was just like, yeah. And Disney keeps reminding me to finish it too, which is always nice. Thanks, Disney. I, hate, I wish there was a way to remove things from that part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, continue watching. I already watched it. Just because I didn't watch the last three minutes of the credits right. doesn't mean I have anything left no. to watch. Or at least have something. If, if it detects there's three minutes left and know there are credits. And exactly. To get out of that queue. The only way to get out of it is to scrub to like five seconds left, hit yeah. play, and let it finish. And then it goes I think away. They figure something out to fix that. Well, David and I had discussed ad nauseum the state of ui for all these streaming services and they all seem to they're kind of all consolidating into the same netflix type of view i mean slight variations but basically the same thing i don't think it's the best way to i don't know a better way but i mean you're a designer so maybe you'd come up with better but um ui is difficult it really, really is difficult. And you also want the first people are familiar with Netflix because that was, I don't want to say it was the first, but it was like the first um, big one. So how, you, go with the, you go with what people are familiar with. It was kind of, I think YouTube was really the first. Yeah, first, that's true. And it's kind of the same thing. Here's yeah. a whole bunch of, you know, pictures with a title and you click it and watch it. Same thing. I, it, I don't know how you get better than that, but it just... It makes finding things and discovering new things very difficult. Because heaven forbid you were interested in something that's coming out on Netflix or HBO Max or NBC Universal or, you know, take your pick. Right. But you miss it when it launches. And you come two weeks later and you go to that page, there's not a sign or, or anything of it. Right. Unless you search for it, it, it's gone. It just disappears. If you're not on the front page, you don't exist. And that's a big problem. I kind of like what HBO did with their channels. You know, here's the DC Universe. Here's the HBO Originals. Disney Plus kind of does that. Kind of, with the Marvel and the... Right, Star Wars and that. But heaven forbid it doesn't fit into Neo Geo or Marvel. Right. Then where does it go? It just disappears. Goes into the streaming world. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 
so I don't know how you fix that. I don't know how you wrap your, as a designer, how do I mean, what's I the most important I design for, uh, for I know a, you're not a UI designer, but you're still a designer. You still, it needs, it, it they need to kind of, it's almost like a way to streamline it. I don't know. That's a, that's really tricky because, and the problem is there's so much content. And the, and the other problem is you have to do it for three unique viewing experiences, the computer, the phone right. slash tablet and the TV, you know, what works on one doesn't necessarily work on the next one. I mean, I can't, it's almost like the old stuff is just there for, for people that are want to be nostalgic and find it. And otherwise it just sits there. It just sits there. Yeah. But do you put too much here? Then there again, there's a problem. Do you put too much emphasis on your back catalog, thus sacrificing views to the new stuff that you just paid a lot of money to produce? Or do you put the focus on the new stuff, which is what they're all doing, sacrificing views on the older stuff that you spent a lot of money to create or to acquire to have on your streaming service? I don't know. I mean, Disney Plus, if you scroll down, they do have like a section like the 80s or uh, something like the old stuff. I'm going, I'm going to Disney Plus right now. There's still way too much. Um, yeah, you get Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. Those are the subcategories. <clears throat> Underneath, you know, right now it's scrolling through She Hulk and. Uh, I am Groot, which is like four or five five minute little things, yeah, yeah. which are all really good. By they were the way, pretty good, yeah. Um, but then you start scrolling down, and it's just continue watching, and it's all stuff that I finished, but for whatever reason, just it's deciding. So it's you know, three minutes of credit. Um, and there's no way to get rid of stuff on there, like you said. Um, and then Marvel original, because you watch She Hulk, Attorney at Law. Gives me a bunch of Marvel crap. Action and Adventure. Watch again. Marvel series and special. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because you watched Hawkeye. Have you some time? I don't want... What is that? It's Princesses Collection. Guardians of the Galaxy Collection. High School Musical Collection. The Infinity Saga. Critically acclaimed. I mean, it's just kind of a catch-all. Trending. Trending is bad. Don't give me yeah. trending. They almost need need a way you can customize your homepage. This is what I want to see. That would be all right. You click edit mm-hmm. and you kind of drag stuff around. Right. Yeah. And like, I want to see new stuff. I I want to see stuff from the eighties or the seventies or. Yeah. Comedies or you know, I like horror right. films. I want to see horror. You know, I don't like horror films by the way. Um, I got to go way down Emmy Award nominees, and then I see the Beatles get back. I mean, you kn- that was Peter scary. Jackson's thing. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think, I don't know if I watched the whole thing. I think I watched the first episode, and I was like, yeah, I'll come back to it eventually. <clears throat> but I forgot all about it until I scrolled way, way, way the hell down the page. And six months ago, this was splashed everywhere. Yeah, I remember. And, and then, they don't they have the Muppets as a big feature and they don't anymore i don't think right no well yeah i it's not on the main page it doesn't exist i think they're rebooting the muppet show um hmm. i guess i'm okay with it i don't tried so many times they haven't been able to figure out how to do it well when the mastermind behind it has passed away right Maybe it's time just to create something new. You don't have to do something new with Kermit the Frog. Anything you wanted to do with Kermit the Frog has been done. There's no unanswered questions. There's no Uh, new adventures for Kermit the Frog. You know? Yeah, that's one of the ones I don't care about. If they were like, hey, the new Muppet show's out, I I don't care. I would watch it just to see what it was about. It would be exactly what you remember the old one was. It would be little skits. It'd be the cranky old guys making fun of people. Yeah. It'd be pretty generic G-rated jokes. You know, it'd be Miss Piggy obsessing over Kermit. It, it's the, 
it's the same thing with peanuts. Don't don't reboot peanuts, HBO. I know you are. Don't do it. Are they? Yeah. I thought Apple owned the rights to the peanuts. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Apple. Sorry. Yes, Apple's rebooting it. Don't. The peanuts sucked. There was nothing redeeming about the peanuts except for the one piano song. You know what? Right behind me, sitting right behind me on my wall, is a picture of the peanuts. When I was little in first grade, I did a book all about Snoopy. Mm -hmm. Snoopy was the only cool character in the whole series. My father sent it to Charles Schultz, and he wrote back, and I still have it. He was famous for doing that. Was he? Yes. Charles Schultz. He had seven good jokes in him, and he redid the same story yeah. over ad nauseum in the comic strips. Because remember, it was a four-panel, or maybe five, right. comic strip in the newspapers. That's that's what the Peanuts was. And <clears throat> he was kind of a hack, let's be honest. His his drawing style was super weak. He never... Ex- it, it was just bad. But when you're a kid, it's cool, because you like Snoopy. And it's funny right. when Lucy moves the ball out of the Charlie's way when he goes to kick it. Right, right, right. So, the tree. yeah, but he did the same things over and over and over. You could get away with it then because if you were a kid reading the Snoopy in 73, you're a different kid in 83 reading them. Right. So it worked. But he was very famous that if you wrote to him, he would actually write back. I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. There was a whole thing on uh, YouTube, I think. This guy went after uh, all these people who had posted that they had signed stuff from him, and it was all legit. He and he, I think they t- talked to his estate and the okay. daughter or somebody, and they were like, "Yes, he's." He took it real serious. He took he took responding to fans more serious than the work itself, which was is really cool. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, as a first grader, when I got this, it was oh. a it's a typewritten letter directed to me. It wasn't just like you know, yeah. thanks. And he signed it, and there was another picture of a Snoopy with a paw print to make it look, look like Snoopy signed it. Yep, yep, that's what he would do, he, and he did them all himself too. He, he, yeah, he was a he was a very small operation that wasn't like you know a business. It was him. Well, and there was no eBay back then either. No, people would uh, like I'll I'll write to artists, you know, to say you know my students love your work. Would you blah blah blah, and I'll either get back samples sometimes that aren't signed by anybody yep. or a letter signed by an assistant because they know if they send that to the wrong person, that's going to go right up on eBay. Yeah. It's, it's too bad that we're that, that culture now we're very cynical and we care about the, how much the signature is going to be worth rather right. than, you know, you back then as, there was no eBay. So he didn't care to worry about it. Well, he cared about you, though, as as right. That's what that, I'm saying. He didn't worry yeah. about going up on eBay. Yeah, and, and that's oh. you get. You got to give the guy. I still think he's a hack, and he wasn't very talented. But boy, he knew how to make people feel good, didn't he? Yeah, that's first grade. I wrote back to him as soon as I got. Yeah, I remember. Yep. So, and I mean, you have it framed on your wall. That should yeah that says a lot. Yeah, but I don't want to see the peanuts come back because there, there's nothing there to come back with. I mean, what's the story? Right. They're just redoing the old, the, the movie that came out, I don't know how long ago, five, six years ago, maybe, yeah. was all about the little redhead girl. Right. And who which cared? Which is an old story. Yeah. So some properties you just got to let die. Some properties are now in public domain that you can do stuff with, like King Kong. Do you know that? Mickey Mouse is about to go in public domain. Yeah. You know that Disney's going to pull something. Yeah. They'll figure something out. Yeah. But- and I'm kind of torn about it. I mean, the whole point of public domain is someone creates something and eventually the the public owns it and other people can do stuff with it. The flip side of that is, wait a minute, Disney built their entire business around this character originally. Why should right. they have to give this up simply because it enters public domain? I mean, there's a kind of a fine line there. I don't want Star Wars to go up into public domain, but according to the laws right now, it will eventually. It's true, yeah. Star so, Trek to everything. Yeah, everything. And then we're going to get, you know, competing things making the same, under the same, talk about confusing. Then but, again, you could get a really good remake of something that never would have been made before, too. That's true. I mean, there's definitely the that flip side of it is, hey, maybe somebody else can do something with Buzz Lightyear. Which, by I the mean, way, did you I watch mean, that movie? Yeah, yeah. It was okay. It was 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was okay. I didn't like the twist. Yeah. Because it took it, it changed the story. I like, like the, the. It changed the story from the movies. Yes. Well, but it's it's a different. The toy is, according to Pixar, this is the movie that Andy saw. Right. To make him be but, a Buzz Lightyear fan. Right. Okay. So we'll just say spoiler alert if anyone hasn't seen it. The whole point with Buzz being Zerg being Buzz. Yeah. In the movie, Zerg was Buzz's father. Right. Which make which was like a Star Wars thing, yeah. but still. It kind of made it stupid. Yeah. Like, but technically, if it's from the movie, that should have been part of the movie. Correct. But yeah, I mean, it was it was okay. But it was fun. It was good. I, I, at first I thought about when, when the, the big controversy before this came out was that Chris Evans is voicing Buzz Lightyear right? and yeah. you know, everybody's like, well, what about Tim Allen? I mean, that's his character. It's not going to work without Tim Allen. That's not fair to have. And I thought, who cares who's the voice of Buzz Lightyear? But then after this movie, I was like, okay, Chris Evans did an admirable job, but it should have been Tim Allen. Yeah. I think it should have been Tim Allen. Yeah. If someone's going to do Woody. And it's not Tom Hanks, right? No, it's not. No, I I would be more adamant about that one. But I think I don't think Disney would do it. You you I don't replace do Tom it. Hanks. <laughs> oh, I think they're gonna. Do, I mean, I think they're gonna do a Woody movie. I don't think so. I think that this was a really big failure. It did dismal in the theaters. Yeah, that's true. And they the rumor going around now, and you know, this is insiders reporting to websites and stuff that. Any plans of doing anything else with those characters outside of the Toy Story universe is probably dead now because Woody was, or uh, Buzz Lightyear was just not well received, didn't do well in the theaters. Um, and I could see it go straight to Disney Plus if they decided to do something as a test. Well, HBO, the guy at HBO said there's no, going to be no more HBO original I stuff. I but think Disney's not going that route, so. No. Well, because they understand what the future is about. We've already moved past only the- theatrical releases. you got to have right. a re- and the guy at HBO is trying to roll back the clock, and it's just not going to work for him. I kind of like the idea at first that, hey, this guy really seems to have a vision. He's going for it, but he's made some of the worst decisions I've seen. Yeah. And, I think uh, you need originals. That's what's going to bring people to the service anyway. I mean, people will go to see what they didn't see in the theaters, but originals are what's going to keep them around right do you want them to get maybe twice a let's be honest i don't care how much content you're producing uh from warner brothers you might get two to three movies a year right right not everyone's going to go see those movies or do you want the ten dollars every month i would rather do that right i mean we only do hbo max once or twice a year when there's a movie we didn't we didn't see in theaters that we want to see on HBO Max, but Disney Plus, we don't we're not going to get rid of. Right, they got good original content coming on a month monthly basis. Right, and the thing is, <clears throat> HBO Max was moving in that direction. They were, I thought, two three months ago, HBO Max is solidly number two now, and a Disney Plus is number one yeah. in my book. Netflix yeah. has kind of fallen off a cliff. They have some series that I like, but most of their stuff lately, the last couple of years has just been garbage. They're almost throwing everything on the wall and seeing what sticks. Well, now they're coming, they're saying they're coming out with a, um, a free service or cheaper service right, with, with ads, completely obliterating the whole reason that people like Netflix, no commercials. You can stream the entire series all at once. That was their thing. And it was worth it because their content was good. But they also keep raising their prices over and over again. They're going to price themselves out of the market. Right. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Yeah, because for the same price as a monthly Netflix subscription, I can get HBO Max, I can get Disney, or even better, the Disney bundle, so I can get Disney with Hulu Plus and ESPN. And ESPN. I, that's, I've got that. In fact, I paid for all this. And if you're a Verizon story. customer, I think you get it all for free. Yeah, and, and Netflix is over here going, oh, we're going to raise our prices. Plus, we're going to have a free. Oh, dude, 
Right, and just make better content. Eat. You got to have must-see TV. I mean, I know that was the NBC thing, but if you don't have it, if you don't have a reason for people coming back every week to watch something that's worth watching, you're just going to go bye-bye. I even subscribe to some things because they have one or two shows that I really like. Uh, Motor Trend, for instance, I subscribe to it. It's not much money. Yeah. So it's like four bucks a month. I pay for it on a yearly basis. It's like 60 bucks a year. Okay. But I watch enough content there that to me it's worth it. Right. I mean, we do, we do discovery plus because, um, my wife likes, you know, all the, the TLC and the home shows and absolutely we watch the cooking shows. And for us, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. But and so if it's worth it, I mean, they, if the content's there, but the, they're not raising the price every year. And although who knows what's going to happen now. Every year, Netflix HBO lately Max. is every six months they're raising prices. The content's getting worse. The pricing is going up and the quality of, you know, with ads is going to make the whole thing sucky. So, well, you don't have to do the ads if you don't want to. Well, no, but you get, then you got to pay. Right. And then if you pay, it costs even more. That's my point. Well, the ads, I don't think the ads is, are free. I think it's a cheaper tier. I would never pay for something now if I have to get a cheaper price, but I have to watch ads. Will not HBO do it. HBO is doing that too, I think. Well, but HBO was going, and in, was going to the, is Disney too? Yeah, they're all doing it. Yeah. Once one takes the leap, everyone sees a money grab and they're going to do well, it. I'm guessing, remember Hulu's done that for years. Right. They're the original so, of, you can get the free stuff with ads and it's not skippable. Or you can pay extra and you get it without ads. Yeah. And they also have a paid ad tier now. I think they got rid of the free one. Yeah. But Disney can see the num. Disney must see the numbers of how many people are paying for Hulu with ads, and they must see that it's worth it. But they own Hulu, so my point right. is, so why, why bother? Keep Disney as a premium only thing. Well, there's never yeah. going to be ads. At but one then of you're them, leaving all that money on the table, possibly. I think it's Paramount. I can't. Yeah, it's Paramount. I pay for that, so I don't have ads, and yet they still give me ads for their shows that aren't skippable right at the beginning. Like yeah. really, Apple I paid TV for no does that ads. too. Yeah, well, but you can skip them. But you can Apple. skip them. Yeah, yep. you can skip. Um, I, I got to be honest though, Apple has some of the best content, but it's so slow coming out that it's man. They gotta they gotta kick some stuff in the afterburners or something. They gotta get some stuff out there more regularly because, and, and they gotta get a little bit more diverse in what they're offering. Half I couldn't even stuff. tell you half the stuff available on Apple TV. Like I watched, and I have it. Half of the, like I don't. Yeah, it, it's it's just not good stuff. Ted Lasso is the best thing they've got. I didn't watch that. <clears throat> it's fantastic. It's I watched, just great. I watched the Charles Schultz documentary, um, which wasn't too bad, but it was very slow. Yeah, kind of like the his content. And uh, I watched that Tom Hanks movie. Um, oh, the submarine guy. The guy in the no, the guy in the desert. Oh yeah, that was okay. I like that. that was, yeah, that wasn't bad. I liked. We like. I liked it. It's Tom Hanks, though. I mean, it's really hard. Yeah. He's such a good actor. Uh, um, Severance was really good. I only watched the first episode of that. Yeah, you got to watch the whole thing. And I started watching. I don't remember the name. The the space one. Yeah, to Earth or uh, for all mankind. No, no, no. The, um, it took place. The guy was like different generations old, and I don't. They know. made a big deal about it. It was um, oh, cheats. I can't remember. I'm on the Apple TV Plus right now, and I'm. And their problem is stuff gets lost in there too. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Severance. Like the morning show is fantastic. I didn't watch it. I actually don't have much time to watch anything. There's too much. Oh, Foundation? Yeah, Foundation. Yeah, I watched like the first two episodes and then I was bored stiff and I just gave up on it. It's like they're trying to be some, oh, look at this. And eh. C from uh, Jason Momoa. Momoa. It was okay, but I gave up on it because I was getting bored. Um, And then what? There's not a whole lot 
up there that's I pay for it, but I only pay for it because it's a bundle with Apple Music yeah, and Apple that's News. That's the reason why I have it, yeah. Yeah, I like Apple News Plus because I'm constantly reading news on my phone, so hell with it, I'll pay for it. I'm yeah, on I think the, Apple News Plus, we're going down a different route, but I think it gets uh, it's better than people talk about it. It gets a lot of um, bad press. I, more I, than good. I, I enjoy it. Um, I do too. And, but I have the, the Apple Music plan, family plan. So, up to five family members, I think, can listen to music at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Um, I had the regular one, but I'd be out mowing the lawn, and one of my kids would be listening to Apple Music, <laughs> and then I couldn't. And I'm like, ugh. Um, although it's kind of a mess, to be honest, because if I try to listen to a playlist with my own music, it would kick me off seeing someone else is listening. And I'm like, really? Yeah. That kind of pissed me off. That's the other. Um, so. I do appreciate you coming on, Donnie. It was uh, my pleasure. It was fun. It was fun talking to someone else for a change. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David. Um, update from David. He'll be back next week um, with a new episode of Tech Fan. Uh, hopefully, he's doing okay. I, I know the boat he's on had a COVID outbreak. Really? I I don't understand David and his family's obsession with cruise ships. I I just don't get it. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not into cruising. I, I get, you get to go to places and the food is delicious and there's stuff to do on the boat and you know, they treat you like royalty while you're, I get all that, but you're, we're just, we're not even out of the pandemic. It's still going on and you're going to jump on a boat and just float around with it. Yeah. Of course there was a COVID outbreak. Ugh, I don't get it. I really don't, but I hope he had a good time. Hope everyone gets home safe and healthy and they had a great time and it recharges batteries because at the end of the day, we all have to do that sometimes. Definitely. And you helped me to recharge my batteries, talking to someone different about the same geeky stuff. Appreciate it, man. Happy to do it. Uh, let's have you on again sometime. Um, either a geeky show or a techie show. Yeah, definitely. Talk to you soon. See ya.